FYI podcast where we talk about faith, life, and adulting. And this is Micah Keneally and my host. I'm Josiah Keneally. It is such a joy to journey together with you. Thanks for listening, subscribing, rating, reviewing. Speaking of reviews, Micah, you want to read one that stood out to us today? I would love to. Okay, so this is from Sammy. The The subject is love them. Josiah and Micah are amazing and inspirational people who are constantly doing the great works of God. I can't wait to listen and hear what they have to share to in regards to answering some of life's toughest questions for young adults. Sammy, well, we are so grateful for you. We thank you for the review as well as your friendship. We just love your heart and what God's doing in your life. But you're right. We want to uncover some of the toughest questions and some of the most basic questions that nobody else is talking about until it's already happened, right? And speaking of that, Josiah, we have one question that was kind of come in, but here's a question that we get asked all the time. And what is that personal question? Powerful question. How do I find a church? So maybe I'm a college student listening to this right now, and I'm trying to find, because I moved away from home for the first time, right? So I'm trying to find my home church away from my home church. Or maybe you just, you know, um, became a part of a campus ministry and you're looking for that home church. Right. Um, you might have just graduated and you're, like we talked about last week, living life independently. Mm-hmm. And you're trying to find that place to be a part of with community, with connections, with worship, but also serving and being involved in a Christian community. So we're going to post this in our Instagram story at FYI Podcast. But do you have a home church? We'd love to know yes or no. We want to hear from you. Do you have a home church? Yeah, I think even to take into consideration, maybe you're attempting to attend church and get somewhere pre-pandemic, right? Or post-pandemic post, now, post, yeah. Yeah, pre and post. Like yep. if you were a part of a church, are you still a part of that church? Or have you had to pivot just because of everything going on in the world around you? And how do you do that? How do you find something? So we just want to encourage you to find a home church. But let's... Take some things into consideration here. Josiah, what are a few non-negotiables when it comes to seeking out a church that you can become a part of? Yeah, the first thing that I think it's really important to remember is that there is no perfect church. Mm -hmm. My pastor growing up used to say this, is that like, he, he goes, the second you join a church, it just became imperfect because you joined it. And that's no offense to anyone. It's just that we're all imperfect people serving a perfect God, but the reflection is an expression that's beautiful of a local church that's also made up of imperfect people. Therefore, it's imperfect. Right. That's so true. And I asked you the other day, I think we were driving, Micah, and I was just like, hey, what are your thoughts on advice for people who are looking for a home church? How do they find a good Bible-believing Christ-centered local church? I think number one is pray. And I know it's a basic Bible question, and maybe you're sick of even hearing that, but truly praying and asking God for the wisdom, knowledge, and discernment. But also taking into consideration the second part of that is proximity. Where is a church in your community? It's kind of like when you move into an apartment, I thought of some things. Where's the bank? Where's the grocery store? Do I have access to main highways and freeways? Where's the church that I'm going to be a part of? Is there a gym that I can work out at? And can I shop around me? Like those are some things that I think about when I have moved in the past, but also thinking about that as you are a young adult looking for a church, am I willing to drive 10 minutes? 
30, 40, 50, that are, those are decisions that you need to make, right? So taking those things into consideration are definitely some very basic things, but I would say start in prayer, start with proximity. Where's your community? If your Bible study is an hour away, oh my goodness, are you truly going to be committed to that life group, that Bible study, that weekly gathering? Yes or no? Kind of uncover those questions too. And you kind of don't know what church you want to be a part of unless you walk through the doors sometimes, right? Like they can look awesome on their website, on the internet, through their social media platforms. But then you get there and you're like, wow, I didn't talk to anybody. Or maybe I didn't feel welcome. Or maybe I stepped in and you felt like, welcome home. Like you just felt that embrace of the people around you. So thinking about and praying about those things is important. Processing that with God, processing that with yourself and by yourself is important. And then maybe you have a couple of family members or friends that you can process with too. Where do you go? Where do you find your community? Can I come along? Like, don't be afraid to ask and almost invite yourself in some of those places when you're trying to figure it out. But those are some things. But when it comes to non-negotiables, Josiah, I yeah. think we've talked about some of those non-negotiables aside from praying a community and willing to drive and think about those very basic things but real they're very real yeah what is that first one that you would look for in a church more or less i think the most important thing is that it's a bible teaching church a mm -hmm. christian new testament church like they believe in jesus they right. believe in the bible they teach and preach the bible that's really important because <clears throat> we don't want you to accidentally join a cult we don't accidentally want you to find, you know. Something you're not really looking for. <laughs> right. So I think that that's number one is that they preach the Bible. The second thing is that there's opportunities throughout the week to get involved, whether that's a young mm -hmm. adult ministry, whether that's a youth group, um, that, whether that's small groups. Uh, I think that, but to have like, maybe it's a men's ministry Bible study. Maybe it's a women's ministry Bible study. It could be midweek. It could be first Wednesdays. It could be a lot of different ways, but it's really hard, if, especially if you are moving to a new city, trying to meet community. Mm -hmm trying to you know grow spiritually but also relationally it's hard to do that just coming and going and so i'd say like you get out what you put in mm -hmm. and so making sure that you're there a few minutes early before worship greeting people introducing yourself maybe going up and meeting the pastor stay a few minutes after like go forward for prayer or just find out maybe there's like a welcome room or a new visitor center, information desk. Those types of places are great if you're like, hey, is there small groups? Then a third thing is, is like find ways to serve. Mm -hmm. You have spiritual gifts. The local church will also have needs to meet. Right. Maybe they have a food shelf or a market base. Maybe they have um, ways that they serve in their local community. Maybe there's you know kids or youth camps that you could serve or volunteer at this summer i think that there's maybe you're like passionate about music or worship mm -hmm. those are great ways to serve it could be as simple as holding those trendy instagrammable signs like ushering greeting door holding serving coffee like that's a great way to serve on a team and when you serve on a team and join a group it's a really great way to become a part of the inner core of the church and instead of feeling like oh i'm on the outside looking in it's truly like this is how you get to be a part of the lifeblood of the church mm -hmm. and one last quick thought that i have is especially if you just graduated and you're contemplating a cross-country move mm -hmm. for work 
Be sure to include finding a home church in that thought process ahead of time, not an afterthought once you've already moved. Like maybe before you pack up, maybe before you even go in an interview or while you fly out to interview or drive out for an interview. Maybe you're checking out some live streams. Maybe you're watching the replay of a message. Maybe you're clicking on some websites or asking for a referral. Mm -hmm. Your church might be a part of a network of churches that has boots on the ground in other cities or states. Um, your pastor might know other pastors and be able to refer you. Yeah, I think that's dead on because I think even when I was moving here, people are, I knew people who were here, but then also they were relaying the message that I was coming. And if you can make that connection of like, hey, so-and-so is coming through the door and this is what they do. This is what they're passionate about. So if you know what you're looking for in a church in regards to community, whether it's um, your college years, your career years, and you're kind of just moving forward in life, I mean, there's always a place for you. It's just a matter of, is that place created yet? And I think sometimes we get into a church and it's like, there's no room for me. I'm 28 years old. I'm single. There's nothing. And that can be true, but that can also be false in some situations yeah. because sometimes there's things going on that we're not even aware of until we start asking questions within the church walls, right? Or like, hey, is there a community for, for me to be a part of? And hey, here's the thing. If there's not a community for you to be a part of, maybe you are supposed to be the one that creates that community. Talking to that lead pastor, hey, I'm 28 years old or I'm 25 and I'm looking for a life group. Is there anybody that started something around my age? Hey, if, there, if there's not, maybe you serve alongside some of those teammates. They get to know you. They see your heart and they entrust you with some form of a life group or Bible study or gathering just funny events where you can, you know, pose that opportunity for other people who may feel exactly like you. Maybe you're supposed to be the hands and feet that start something that hasn't been started yet instead of, you know, playing the, the woe is me card of like, there's nothing for me. Well, if you're passionate, maybe you can help create it. So just a fun approach in ministry too. Like you never know what, what God's placing in other people and the opportunity that you have because we all can bring something to the table no matter what age and stage we're in. That is so good, Micah. And the verse of the day for this podcast today, this as we go into Friday, helping you start your weekend off strong, yes. Hebrews 10.25 just says this, Let us not neglect our meeting together as some people do, but encourage one another, especially now that the day of Christ's return is drawing near. That's the NLT translation, New Living Translation. And I think what speaks to me so powerfully about that verse is we are in the last days. It's Christ's return every morning that we wake up is drawing nearer and mm -hmm. nearer. And none of us are guaranteed tomorrow. So we have this short opportunity on planet Earth eternal beings living the temporary human experience. Mm -hmm. And so as we live that out, I think there was a season where churches all went online and it was the pandemic. It was quarantine. There was stay at home orchards. There was like shelter in place. And there was a time and a space for that. And guess what? That was fun at the beginning, but 28 months later, I'm like, are we done yet? <laughs> right. And so, Micah, I just thought it'd be powerful if you would want to share, like, you were, what, 27 years old and going back to college, but in need for a home church. Yeah. And and what was that process maybe like for you? Well, for me, I was moving one state over, which is seven, eight hours. It's still that far away from everything I've known, everything I grew up with, all my friends, all my family. I pretty much gave everybody I knew in North Dakota a two-week notice 
saying, hey, I'm going back to school to do what God's called me to do in the next age and stage. And it was intimidating to know that I'm 27. I'm living downtown Minneapolis. I didn't, you know, in North Dakota, you do not have to pay for parking people. Here, if you don't park, you get towed. And I was like, I am nothing but a small town girl moving to a big city world. And I was just like, felt like I was going to be swallowed up by the city in such a weird way. Because I've been in plenty of big cities, countries, everything. But like when you unpack your bags and you're trying to take root and you want to make a difference and you know God's called you to do it, there's that aha moment of like, whoa, I need to figure this out before I get there. So I knew of a couple churches in the area that were big churches, had plenty of church planting, started attending some of those. And I felt like I was I was driving students that I was going to classes with who were 10 years younger than me to those classes, well, like eight to 10 years younger than me. And I they got plugged in right away. And I'm like, that's amazing. And then there was a transition in my heart where I said, hey, I can't drive you to church anymore, but I do know somebody who can. So you stay here. And I feel like God's calling me somewhere else. And I prayed a couple things. I prayed, God, show me the heartbeat of this church through worship, through prayer, through their mission, and through the people and the community. So I prayed specifically, what service do I go to? From the songs that they sing, may it like, speak to my heart, Lord. What service do I attend and where do I sit? And I walked through those doors and I met Micah Mack, if you guys know him. I met Josiah, who's obviously my husband now. And I was looking very specifically, how can I get plugged in and maybe not lead right away, but how can I get plugged in and serve the vision of the young adult ministry that I knew was taking root and trying to take off? And I think that's some of the things that uh, I processed internally, but also became aware of the need at hand and was willing to serve that vision as a volunteer with no intention of ever like marrying you, Josiah, because my intention was get to go closer to the Lord and take young adults there with me. So those are some things and you know, that I took to the Lord in prayer, but also processed in the big move, which, you know, might be a small move for some, but for me at that time it was like uh aha, whoa moment. <laughs> and I remember that experience. And I remember watching, I think the the thing that's really tempting or easy or almost human nature to do is to become a consumer. Right. Every else, everywhere else we go, we're a consumer at Chipotle. We're a consumer at um, Shields. Mm-hmm. We're a consumer anywhere else we go. Mm-hmm. Nike store, Target. Netflix. Right? <laughs> and so I think that to, to take and zero out of that mindset instead of like, what does this church have for me? Mm-hmm. To put on the contributor hat. Right. And to say, what do I have to offer? What do I bring to the table? How can I serve? How can I minister? How can I meet needs? Right. And the if, if you go in as a consumer to a church, you're probably, it's kind of like going into a movie as a critic. Mm. You're probably going to find everything wrong and everything that you don't like. And you're probably, what's going to stand out is the things that strike maybe a discord with your preference. Mm-hmm. And there's dissonance there. If you go in with a contributor, you're going to recognize I'm here on assignment mm-hmm. and I can add value and there are people to minister to their needs and I can give and I can serve mm-hmm. and I can add value everywhere I can go and I can actually be a part of the body of Christ and leave people in this place better than I found it. And so do you guys see that? I hope, I hope the listener just takes a second to process that of like the critical consumer mindset Mm -hmm. versus the Christ-centered contributor. And we always say this, whether it's this podcast or our life in general, we want to leave behind more than we take. Mm -hmm. We want to create 
more than we consume. We want to contribute and add value and, and do all the good that we possibly can mm-hmm. to everyone that we possibly can do good for. Right. And with that in mind, um, I just think that our prayer is that you find a home church, that a huge part of faith is being surrounded in a Christian community. And maybe you're taking a step of faith to respond to the gospel of Jesus Christ. Well, he's designed the Christian faith to be walked out in community. Mm -hmm. And so that would be our challenge. Is, and if you need help finding a local church, we don't know every church. There happens to be 384,000 in America. But if you are moving or looking or searching for a home church, we happen to be a part of some networks of pastors that if Mike and I can be mm-hmm. a part of the handoff process or the assist process, we want to. Yeah, so we just want to encourage you to, to start praying, to get plugged in. And just because you step foot in the church for the first time doesn't mean that you need to stay there for all eternity, you know, just being mindful that um, God has a place for you and going in with an open mind and open hands and open heart to serve the vision of first and foremost, God. And second, that leader that you're coming under their authority, essentially. So whether you are walking in for the first time or it's your hundredth time walking into a church, knowing that when God is at the center of your heart and life, that's evident. And that will just bleed into everything that we put our hands to. So Maybe you're listening to this podcast and you're like, I don't even have a relationship with Christ. I don't even like church. I don't even want to go to church. The church has hurt me. And hey, I just want to say as a pastor and Josiah as a pastor, we are sorry that the church has hurt you. No matter what that is, um, no matter what has happened, God can still come in and redeem and restore. We know that Josiah said this and this is perfect. We are not perfect people. We are imperfect people serving a perfect God, trying to live out that each and every single day. And guess what? We're never going to get it right because apart from Christ, we can do nothing and nobody's perfect. We all fall short of the glory of God. So as a person who's been in the church and hurt by the church as pastors, and maybe you're just only have attended churches, we just want to say that we are sorry and we just want to say, are you willing to forgive whoever has offended you, hurt you, ran you out, or felt like they ran you over or ran you down, just to know that God sees you, he knows you, he wants to redeem, restore, and revitalize any and all portions of your life. And to create unity, we know that God is wanting to create unity with his heart, our heart, and also the church at large. So if you can be a part of the the, the process of healing, and we don't ever want to be a burden or a problem, we want to be part of the solution. So part of the solution is internalizing, forgiving, and releasing the person who's offended you, who's hurt you, who's walked away, who's moved on. Uh, maybe without you even knowing it that you've been holding on to. So maybe you're listening, you're like, I don't even know who this Jesus guy is. Hey, if you want to know who Jesus is, or if you want to say a prayer today, and you want to take that next step to make the Lord God your center of your life, your decision-making process, and spend eternity with him because he died on the cross and he came back to life three days later, rose from the dead, and I just want to encourage you to click the button right here. Just say, where can they find out more about saying yes to Christ? Totally. You can go to head over to www.fyi-podcast.com. There is a button there about next steps in faith. And please let us know if you did decide to put your faith in Jesus and to make him the Lord of your life. We want to come alongside with next steps and some resources. And beyond that too, like if you're looking for a campus ministry or a church to be a part of, there's some resources for you there. And uh, maybe you have a follow-up question. Yeah. 
could be about faith, life, adulting, the local church, serving, volunteering, spiritual gifts, anything. Um, you can reach out to us. There is a form to fill out at fyipodcast or fyi-podcast.com. And we'd love to hear from you. So thanks so much for tuning in. Until next week, this is Mike and Josiah signing off. And we want to acknowledge Mike Miz with the intro song called Reach the Next. We want to acknowledge Kai Alpha for partnering with us for the production of this podcast and we are excited to talk to you soon.